Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show that equips you to leave overwhelm behind and step into a life of peaceful productivity. Around here, we believe it is totally possible to pursue our goals without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, or sacrificing our mental health and relationships. I'm your host and productivity expert, Jess Massey. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, Hustle Sanely Squad, and welcome back to the show. Today's episode is a juicy one, juicy in the good way, not in the drama way. And I am so stoked to break this down for y'all because I get straight up giddy over talking about dreams, goals, ambitions, and action plans that go along with those things. So this episode is pretty much like Christmas for me, so I'm ready. I get asked a question along the lines of how do I actually make progress toward my goals pretty often and rightfully so because it can be really freaking daunting to stare at a big giant goal and wonder where to dig in, especially if it's something that you've never done before. One thing that I want to point out before I break down the steps for you to actually achieve your goals is this. There is usually not one single way to accomplish something. I'm going to say it again, okay? There is usually not one single way to accomplish something. Okay, I'm really craving going on a hiking trip right now because Adam and I, this time of year, usually go on one. So brace yourself for a little mountain analogy, okay? Think about it like this. When you're standing at the base of a mountain or the bottom of a mountain looking up at the top, there is not just one trail that gets you there, right? Usually, anyway. There are a ton of different ways to climb up to the top. There are trails that are fit for beginners. There are trails that are fit for more intense levels hikers, but both trails or all the trails lead toward the viewpoint or the top of the mountain. So if something doesn't feel good or it just something just is not working as you're working toward your goals, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're trying to climb the wrong mountain. You just need to try another way to move toward the top. Going after our dreams and our goals is more like a maze than a straight shot. And I'm pretty sure that I've talked about this on the show before, but what I mean by that is some turns might make things harder as opposed to simpler, but you can still get where you're trying to go, even if you take a, quote, wrong turn, right? Or if you hit a dead end, you can just turn around and reroute. Maybe you wind up figuring out that you actually like the view from the east side of the mountain looking over the river below more than you like the view from the very top overlooking the whole valley. You're not going to know that unless you make your way around the mountain, which requires you to take steps. We are never, ever stuck. We can always take a step that will either take us forward, back, left, or right, okay? Um, and my story is a perfect perfect example of this. My The top of my mountain for a long time was becoming an SLP. That was the big goal that I was working toward. But on my way to the top, I took a left turn or a right turn or whatever you want to call it. And I ended up finding my passion in helping people pursue their dreams without sacrificing their mental health and relationships, aka how to hustle sanely. So Now that we're all on the same page about how the mountain analogy works, let's break down how you can actually achieve your goals. I have a few action steps for you as always, so let's dive in. 
All right. So step one sounds like common sense, but so many people that I talk to actually don't follow this. And once they kind of talk their way through it, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing this. So step one is make sure that your goals are specific. You cannot accomplish what you don't know. If you don't have your goals clearly defined, you're going to have a really hard time making them happen. Y'all should have known if you've been listening to this show for any amount of time that the beginning was going going to require clarity because typically everything that has to do with Hustle Sanely starts with being clear on your vision, right? So writing goals is such a personal thing, and I honestly don't think there is one way to do it, quote, right. But SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T goals, are extremely popular, and they are what I was taught to use back when I was helping my clients write goals when I was a personal trainer, if you didn't know. I used to be a National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal trainer. And part of my certification was teaching people how to write SMART goals. So I'm going to tell you what SMART goals stands for. So the S stands for specific. The M is measurable. The A is attainable. The R is realistic. And T is timely. So personally, I don't use the SMART goals formula to a T with most of my goals. I usually leave off the T actually. So I guess I kind of write like smart goals in a way. (laughs) I have found that having a strict timeline does not motivate or encourage me, but actually discourages me. Um, Like if I don't meet a timeline, I get really frustrated and I'm tempted to throw in the towel completely. But listen, if working under a strict timeline motivates you, then by all means, tack a deadline onto your goal. And honestly, if you think about it, some goals do require a timeline like automatically. So like when you earn a degree, like you have X amount of time to do it typically. So keep that in mind too. I've just learned that for myself after like being a very goal-driven person for most of my adult life that whenever possible, I prefer a looser structured goal approach because I tend to get tunnel vision and block out all other things in my life that aren't directly related to the goal that I'm working toward if there is like a tight timeline on it. So like my friends, my family, those, my mental health, you know, those kinds kind of really important things, I'll like push those to the side and just have this hardcore tunnel vision on a goal. If I'm like, okay, I have to have this done within three months, that just does not work for me. I am a bigger fan of creating habits that ensure that I'm taking consistent steps toward my goals. This also allows me to enjoy the journey and to make going after my goals a part of my lifestyle rather than it being this pressure driven thing where it's like my end all be all. And And I also want to point out that I am a big fan of visualizing goals as we brainstorm them because I think it allows us to really tap into our heart's desires and uncover what it is that we're really after. Plus, it's really fun to imagine yourself already doing whatever it is that's on your heart. So for example, y'all probably know that it's one of my big dreams to write a book. I don't have a deadline on this, but I know that some at some point in my life, I want to write a book. So sometimes when I'm at Barnes and Noble, I'll pause for a second and I'll imagine my book sitting there on the shelf next to some of my favorite author's books. Do I have a book? 
No, not yet. But visualizing it like this allows me to go there mentally. It kind of gives me like a little peek at what it is I'm really after. And it gets me feeling excited about the goal instead of feeling defeated or overwhelmed by it. So I would really encourage you to visualize your goals if you've never done that before. Um, In the key two of the Hustle Sanely program, which is called Get Clear on Your Vision, I have all the gals in the program do a few exercises exercises that help them visualize their dreams. And it is always such a powerful experience, you guys. And crafting your goals, it's a big deal. It is not something that you should take lightly because it really matters. Now, I don't say this to put pressure on you because you're not going to have these perfectly planned out goals. Like, Things hardly ever go according to our exact plan, but I want you to know that having goals keeps us growing as people. Having goals keeps us from getting stagnant or waking up one day like 10 years down the road and wondering, um... How did I get here? I'm not living a life that I love. I'm not happy. I'm not passionate. I'm not fulfilled. When we have goals, we have less of a chance of ending up in that position. So you cannot create your dream life if you don't know what it looks like. Another thing we do in the Hustle Sanely program is we go over four guidelines to help us write Hustle Sanely formatted goals is what we call them. So I want to share those four guidelines with you right now just so you can kind of tuck them away in your little personal development toolbox. Don't we all have one? I mean, I know I have one. So let's go over the four guidelines real quick. Number one is write your goals in the present tense as if you've already accomplished them. When we do this, our brain accepts them as truth and we're way more likely to work toward making them our reality. Number two is attach your why. Knowing what your goal is rooted in is so important because if you know why you want to accomplish something, you're more likely to do it. Plus, when your dream work and your goal work starts to get kind of mundane or you're kind of over it, when you know your why, you're going to be able to power through the mundane part of going after your dreams, okay? Number three is create habits that point back to your goals, which we kind of already touched on this a little bit, but writing goals is all well and good, like super fun. We love a good goal, but unless you put action to them, they're kind of pointless, right? They're kind of just words on a paper. Habits are ways that we can make sure that we're making consistent progress toward our goals. So I usually pair two or three habits with each goal, nothing crazy. Habits don't necessarily make our goals happen, but they hold us accountable to showing up to do the work required to make them happen. So hopefully that makes sense. And then number four, the fourth guideline, straight to the point, reflect on your progress monthly. So I've shared an example of a hustle sanely formatted goal on the show before, but just for good measure, I'm going to share it again because I I think it'll help as we get into how to actually achieve your goals. So maybe one of your goals is living debt-free. I saw that on a lot of vision boards in the Hustle Sanely program Facebook group. So I think it's a great example. So to visualize this, maybe you imagine going on two to three family vacations a year and being present and enjoying time with your family because you're not stressing out over money or finances. You imagine taking your kids back to school shopping at the end 
end of summer after your fun vacation and you're not sweating bullets as you watch each item be scanned by the cashier, you imagine checking your mailbox without the fear of a massive credit card bill being tucked away in there, right? You are a good steward of your finances. So that's the example of goal visualization. So an example of a specific way to write this goal, because you don't just want to write debt free, like that's not very motivating and it doesn't give you like a lot to work with. So maybe you would write your goal like this. My family is living debt free and I am able to be mentally present and enjoy vacations. So that's the base goal, living debt free and then the why attached to it. So you could be mentally present and enjoy vacations with your family. So I know that it's common. We talked about this already to attach timelines to goals and I get it. I really do. That works for some people. I feel more disciplined and aligned when I know why I'm working toward a goal rather than when it needs to be done by. So instead, that's why I use the habits that go along with my goals and they just help keep me on track with my goal checkpoints, which we're going to talk about in just a little bit. So to stick with the debt-free example, some habits that I might pair with that goal would be my family has a weekly budget meeting on Sundays for accountability. Number two, I go out for coffee one time per week, whereas before maybe I was going out like four or five times per week. The third habit that I might attach to that is before purchasing something that is not a necessity, I ask myself, is this worth prolonging my goal of being debt-free? So then I wanted to give some just examples of two like broad like blanket statement habits that can apply to any goal in case you're like, okay, cool, but like how can I do this for my goal? So some broad habits would be work on tasks that have to do with your goals for two hours every Monday night. Second habit might be wake up an hour early on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to work on tasks that are related to your goals. So things like that. Those are habits that point back to your goals. But like I always tell y'all, every single time that I introduce something to you, use it as a foundation and make it work for you. If you excel racing a clock to make your goals happen, then girl, you go. Maybe your goal would read something like this. My family is living debt-free by 2022, and I am able to be mentally present and enjoy vacations. Hey, really quick, before we finish up this episode, I wanted to ask you for a favor. Can you please head on over to iTunes and rate and review the podcast? My husband and I put so much work into creating it for y'all every single week, and it would mean the world to us to get your feedback. So press pause, Go leave us a raving review and then imagine me hugging you right through your phone screen. All right, let's get back into the show. And then last thing about making sure your goals are specific, do not. I repeat, do not be afraid to go big. We are talking about your life here. Why would you not give yourself the opportunity to freaking go for it, whatever your it is? So don't be afraid to say that you want to be a diamond in your young living business, even if you're currently a star rank. Don't be afraid to say you want to get your nursing degree if you're 35 and have three little kids running around. Don't be afraid to say that you want to start a YouTube channel and document adventures 
of traveling the world with your best friend. There is no such thing as a dream that's too big. Okay, so now that your goals are specific, let's get into the tactical action steps. So step number two to actually achieving your goals is do a guided brain dump. I think you guys have probably caught on to the fact that I love a good guided brain dump. Things just seem way more daunting when they're floating around in our minds, but when we put them to paper, they just seem so much less scary. So I do this guided brain dump exercise that I'm going to walk you through so you can totally try it if you want to, but I'm a super visual person and this really helps me when I'm working toward goals. I have used this when I'm going after smaller goals, bigger goals. So what you're going to do is get out a sheet of paper, just one, and you're going to write your goals up at the very top and then under that, you're going to write your why. And then under that, you're going to write the two to three habits that point back to your goal. Now, I want you to divide your paper into four. You can either fold it to where it's like hot dog style and then hamburger style, or you can just draw like a box with four boxes in it. So in the top left box, which I call the I've got this box, you're going to write down all the tasks that you know you need to do to accomplish the goal that you feel equipped to do right now. So these are tasks that you're like, okay, I know I need to do this and I know that I can figure out how to do it. That's where they go is in the I've got this box. So then the box next to that, the top right box, which I call the OMG what? So like, oh my gosh, what? I call it that box because we write all the tasks that we know we need to do in order to accomplish our goal, but we have no idea how to do them. Then we move on to the bottom left box, aka the get the ball rolling box, and what you're going to write in there from what you wrote in the top left box, so your I've got this box, choose the first three items from that box that you're going to take action on and do and write them down in this bottom left box called get the ball rolling box. And then in our last box, the bottom right one, I call it the support box, write questions that you have and read resources. So like people, websites, podcast episodes, things that you can consult and use to figure out a next step when you feel stuck or you just need a little bit of guidance. Now, if y'all want me to do this exercise with you on like an IGTV video or something, just send me a DM on Instagram and let me know and I will make that happen. But that is step number two to actually achieving your goals. Do a guided brain dump. So that brings us into step number three, which is short, sweet, and to the point. So step three to actually achieving your goals is do something to build momentum. The first thing that you wrote in the get the ball rolling box freaking do it. I mean, y'all remember, maybe you do, maybe you don't, but you're about to. From middle school science class or high school, I don't even know, honestly, and I'm not going to lie, I had to Google this. So if you don't remember, don't feel bad. But Newton's first law of motion just kept popping up in my mind and it says an object in motion stays in motion. So get the ball rolling when it comes to your goals, because even a small victory will give you that boost to move on to the next thing and then the next thing. And then before you know it, you're going to be tackling the OMG what box, you know? 
And that brings us to step four to help you actually achieve your goals. And this is the money step. This is the big step. And it is define your checkpoints and create a plan. And this is where it gets juicy. So pay attention. Once you have your goals all laid out, you know what you're trying to achieve. It's time to create a plan, which requires a lot of chunking and reverse engineering. So chunking is basically turning your goals into bite-sized mini goals. I call them checkpoints points that act as a roadmap to the big one, okay? And then reverse engineering is when you create a plan with the end in mind. So you're working backwards. So you have your main goal with your two to three habits, right? Next, I want you to grab your brain dump list with all of your tasks to help you kind of get through this checkpoint process. So there are four checkpoints that I typically use when I am creating my goal action plan. So the first one is what tasks do I want to have done 12 months from now? What tasks do I want to have done six months from now? What tasks do I want to have done three months from now? And the last one, what tasks do I want to have done one month from now? Then use those checkpoints to create an action plan for each week within the given months. What do you need to do each week to make sure each monthly task is done when you want it to be done? Now, obviously, Obviously, each goal is going to require different checkpoint increments based on how large and intense the goal is, but this is the process that I have used to help me reach both large and small goals. So for the paper planner, if you didn't know, I am in the process of creating the very first Hustle Sanely paper planner. I used the 12-month checkpoint outline for that, and when I started the podcast, hi, you are here, I only had to use a three-month checkpoint outline for that. So I still have four checkpoints. They're just different. So for the podcast, the very top was what tasks do I want to have done three months from now? What tasks do I want to have done two months from now? What tasks do I want to have done one month from now? And then the first, like the very bottom one is what tasks do I want to have done one week from now? I knew that I wanted to launch the podcast in three months from when I started it. So I was able to create my checkpoints based on that, right? And see, that's an example of one of my goals that did have a time bound thing on it. So all goals are different. I don't think there is just one way to do it. So another reason that I'm not a huge fan of attaching the time restrictions to goals all the time is because sometimes as you complete a task, you learn that there are way more tasks within that task, which sounds confusing. So that's why I'm going to give you an example. While I've been working through creating this paper planner, I have figured out that my task that I had labeled as choose packaging is actually more like a hundred tasks in one. I really only wrote down six to share with you, but choose packaging really looks like one, decide what kind of internal packaging to use, aka like what the planner is wrapped in inside the box. Step two, decide what kind of box or mailer to use. Step three, design the boxes because we're, we're trying. Hopefully, we're going to be doing custom boxes. Step four is order the boxes. Step five is design the postcard mailer to go inside the box. Step six, order the mailer to go inside the box. So see what I mean? There's just so many steps. I didn't know all of these tasks existed when I wrote choose packaging in my 
guided brain dump boxes when I started working on the paper planner goal. As I tackled each task, I was building momentum. So when I came to the task that said choose packaging, I was able to break it down and figure it out even though it was in my OMG what box because at first I had no idea how to do it. But because of all of the time and energy and effort that I've already put toward this goal, I was set on figuring out how to do the packaging, right? So that's the beauty of momentum. It gets us through what we don't know how to do because we see the progress that we've already made and we don't want to stop. When we use habits and checkpoints like this to work toward our goals, we are less likely to feel burnt out and overwhelmed as we work toward these goals and we are more likely to achieve our goals in a sustainable way because we are working on them in small chunks every single week. So what it comes down to, the best way to achieve your goals is to start period. You can do a hundred brain dump exercises. You can make a list of 50 tasks in each box. You can have habits attached to each goal. You can have checkpoints that point back to each goal. But if you don't make a move, then it is not happening, okay? That's what I've got for you this week. I really hope this episode was helpful. I feel like it was super jam-packed. So I want to let you know that if you do go to jessicamassey.com and you click on the blog section, I always have all the podcast episodes turned into blog posts. That way you can kind of go back and reference everything that I talked about, all the steps are broken down and all of that good stuff. So thank you guys so much for tuning into the show this week. I know it was a longer episode, but I love you to the moon. Now go crush some goals and make sure that you do it sanely. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.